that's not to say that people who aren't black aren't feeling anxious or aren't feeling sorry or sad or whatever but just as a black person because we live this this is this is our life these are our brothers and sisters that we're seeing you know be killed and it's our life that's kind of that's being seen it's our skin color that's being seen as as being a criminal and being dangerous and being threatening and all that kind of stuff and so we live this stuff daily so i just wanted to share a few lessons that we can learn from what's happening in the world today when it comes to racism when it comes to justice and and trusting in the legal system and all that kind of stuff because it can be discouraging it can feel discouraging it can feel like we're not really making progress but i just want to remind us all that progress takes time Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Check, check, check. Is the microphone on? (laughs) Oh my goodness. You have no idea how I missed you. For me, it feels like it's been forever because I literally usually record an episode every week. And for the last two weeks, I've just been sharing some of our oldie but goodie episodes with you because how many of you know that when you listen to something a second time, sometimes it just hits different, right? You get more information, you get more insight, you see things that you didn't see before, and it just kind of like sparks something in you the second time. I, I raise my hand with you because there are many times when I listen to audiobook over and over, and the second time or the third time or the fifth time listening to it, I'm like, whoa, was this always in here? Because I didn't catch it the first time. So I hope that over the last two weeks, as you were tuning into the podcast and listening to some of these episodes, that you were able to get more from it than you did the first time you heard it. And also for you people who have just found out about the podcast, welcome to the community. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for choosing to trust me to help you to achieve bigger goals and to live your 
authentic life. It's not even about, I was going to say live your best life, but it's not even about living your best life. It's about truly aligning and with, with your purpose, understanding who you are and what you're here to do and creating goals that align with that. So thank you for allowing me to try to kind of guide you and pour into you and push you and get you started on the right path, keep you going on the right path and, and help you make it to the finish line because that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. All right. So probably wondering, girl, where you been? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be for real. I'm going to tell you the truth. I have been feeling super overwhelmed, a little bit anxious, and just like trying to get myself together. Because something that I do every year is I, you know, spend time with God, spend time praying and doing soul searching and all that kind of stuff and really figuring out what is the vision for next year? Where am I going? What are my goals with myself, my family, my business, my money, all these kind of things. And this year I turned 30. So I know that over the next 10 years, one of my really big goals, one of my primary goals is to begin to build wealth. Not just like I'm living the good life. Look at me stunt on people, fancy cars, fancy house, all that stuff. No, I want to truly build wealth that exceeds my needs, that exceeds even living a wealthy lifestyle. And the reason why I want to be wealthy or why I'm working towards being wealthy is because I want to be able to build orphanages around the world. And this has been a goal from the very beginning. This has been something that I have Like when I started my business, I told myself a percentage of all the money that I get is going into establishing orphanages. It's going into supporting orphans around the world, starting in Africa. And when I was doing some journaling earlier this month, I realized I haven't stayed true to that vision. I haven't stayed true to that goal. And so in order for me to be effective and to actually build the orphanages that I plan on building and getting this thing to the level that I see it getting to, I got to have a lot of money. So in order for me to do that, I got to be fully committed. I got to work towards the goal. It's not something that I can be passive about. It's not something that I can just sit and hope that somebody else comes and does it for me or someone comes and helps me with it. Or, you know, I have to really be proactive. And so I've just been sitting with myself and processing my thoughts and examining my heart and looking at my actions and just being honest. How many times or how much time do we actually spend just sitting down, being honest with ourselves, taking a look at our life and examining, is this still working for me or do I need to change it? Is, is my, am I on track to get to where I want to go or do I need to tweak some things here? Am I still fully in alignment with the vision that I've created for myself or is it time for me to tweak some things. Do I need to let go of some things? You know what I mean? And so that's what I've been doing over the last two weeks. And that's why I haven't been creating new content here for you. And also I am expecting it's the final two months of the year. And I know that hundreds of people are going to be pouring into the programs. One of my signature programs right now is 90 days, one goal. Another program that I have is master your 5% activities. And then I have some other smaller programs that people enroll in all throughout the year. And this year, one of my biggest goals was to serve 111 people, turn 111 people into trailblazers. And so far, we've had over 700. 
And I know it's like crazy insane. I'm like, how did this happen? When did this happen? What's going on? You know? And I'm super grateful for it. And at the same time, this growth has also led to me feeling, or I've interpreted it as with the growth has come more work, more responsibility. And at times it feels overwhelming. And so something that I've been trying to practice more intentionally is, and I don't even like the word trying to, because you're either doing it or you're not doing it, right? (laughs) So something that I've been more intentional about over the last few weeks, okay? So for months I've been feeling, you know, overwhelmed, overworked, all that kind of stuff. And my mind, honestly, I need to give my mind a rest because I'm forever thinking about, you know, what to do next. My brain is always going to, okay, did you finish this thing? Did you finish that thing? Did you do that meeting? Did you take the notes there? Did you finish that project? Did you talk to that person? Did you send that email? Like my brain is forever thinking a hundred things at once. And so I got to teach my brain to like slow it all the way down. And that's what I've been doing with, uh, what's that guy's name? Jim, Jim Quick. He has a book called Limitless, and I've been reading his books, practicing his method, and really training my mind to slow all the way down. And something that really helps me with this is journaling. And this is why I'm forever talking about it. So if you don't journal and your brain goes a thousand miles per hour, you need to start, okay? Pick up a journal off Amazon, Indigo, so many different places. Go to the dollar store for crying out loud, okay? You have no excuse. <laughs> but so I've been practicing his method and, and trying to quiet my mind and all that kind of stuff. And it's been working. It's helping. Your girl is definitely less stressed than I was able to finally sit down, gather my thoughts, and create this episode for you. That's what I've been up to. That's what I've been up to, getting ready for the all the students that are coming into the program for these final two months, and then also getting my my thoughts together and, and realigning myself and, and making sure that I'm still in purpose. Because I never want to do things just because that's what's always been done. I never want to just grow comfortable in, you know, living a life that is not my life. I don't want to get stuck in habit or or in a routine that that doesn't work anymore. And so I try to stay aware of the the nudges and the lessons and the the hints that God kind of throws our way throughout life to kind of help us to stay on track. And so today I want to talk about something that we're all thinking about. And if you haven't had this conversation yet with a friend or even with yourself if you haven't sat down and journaled about this, then it's it's definitely something that has probably been on your heart over the last couple of days. And it's this whole thing about what's happening with Kyle Rittenhouse and what happened with Ahmed Aubrey. And honestly, it when we take in the news and when we read all these articles and get all this information and, and hit up social media and read the comments and read the captions and oh, it can be a lot sometimes, especially, especially as a black person. And that's not to say that people who aren't black aren't feeling anxious or aren't feeling sorry or sad or whatever, but just as a black person, because we live this, this is, this is our life. These are our brothers and sisters that we're seeing, you know, be killed. And it's our life. That's kind of, that's being seen. It's our skin color. That's being seen as, as being a criminal and being dangerous and being threatening and all that kind of stuff. And so we live this stuff daily. So I just wanted to share a few lessons that we can learn 
from what's happening in the world today when it comes to racism, when it comes to justice and, and trusting in the legal system and all that kind of stuff, because it can be discouraging. It can feel discouraging. It can feel like we're not really making progress, but I just want to remind us all that progress takes time. And so these are some lessons that I found for myself when I was doing my own processing and, and checking my heart and seeing how I feel and, and going through my own process. And I just wanted to share it in case anybody else needed to hear all of this from a different perspective. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things. You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head yes and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you got to join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months. All right. So if you want access to this mini course, all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days, and I will meet you there. So the first lesson that we can get from everything that's happening in the world when it comes to racism and justice and all of that is we are not in control. And so as much as we try to take the law into our own hands and we we go and do things and we try to be proactive and we speak out and we march and we, you know, all the things that we do, that's all great and it's effective. It helps. It works. It's beautiful because absolutely there is power in numbers, right? There is power in saying this is not right and I'm going to stand against this and not not allowing injustice to reign. There's power in that for sure. But when we go out and we try to do this eye for an eye justice thing and we try to create justice on our own terms and in our own way, that never works. We will never be successful when we do that. And so we have to remember something that we we got to continually practice is choosing to surrender, choosing to trust, choosing to let go of the things that we can't control and be fully engaged and fully taking initiative and taking full responsibility for the things that we can control. So when it comes to racism and, and justice and, and trying to change the legal system and trying to change people and help people to not be racist, there's only so much that we can do. And this is not to say that we should stop everything that we're doing. No, keep working, keep signing the letters, keep protesting, keep doing everything. That's all necessary. What I'm saying is trying to force it, being aggressive about it, trying to control it, trying to manipulate it, trying to make it happen is not the answer. It, it won't happen. The more that we push and fight, the more resistance we're going to come up against, right? It's just like when people tell you, hey, eat healthy. You know you got to eat healthy. You know you got to exercise if you want to lose weight. And still, 
millions of people, they want to be healthy, they want to lose weight, but they don't do it. Why? Because sometimes hearing the same thing over and over again is not the way for change to happen. Sometimes something has to click within you. You have to go through your own process. You have to go through your own journey. You have to have your own experience. You have to get the lesson on your own time at your own pace. And then that's when change happens. And there's a famous quote by Martin Luther King where he says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And that's what this whole process is. That's what we're seeing in the world. There's this continual progressive movement towards truth, towards love, towards freedom, towards understanding. And that's all that we all want to see. That's that's all that we all are working towards. And so instead of getting frustrated with the justice system or instead of feeling disappointed with people and and this generation and the world and feeling discouraged by the news and the things that are happening, we can see all the baby steps that are taking place and begin to be the change that we want to see happen in the world. We can begin to be the difference, have a different message, have a different voice, have a different approach to the way that we do this because What we've been doing has gotten us to where we are. And in order to get to where we're going, it's going to require something different from all of us. And so instead of trying to force other people to change and trying to force things to happen, we can now become the change that we want to see. Treat our neighbor with love. Treat, treat, and when I say neighbor, I'm talking about strangers on the street, right? When you see somebody who's with from an Asian background, treat them with love and respect. Right. When you see someone from an African-American background, treat them with with support and encouragement. Right. Instead of automatically demonizing people or automatically jumping into stereotypes about people and, and labeling people based on what we've seen in movies or what we've heard from other people or different things like that. We can now begin to show people the love that we want to experience, even though we are we look different we eat different food and we sound different we have different accents right because at the end of the day we know that we all bleed red cut me now and you'll see that i bleed red just like you and so there's no need for favoritism or pride or this lack of showing human equality because the truth is we are all equal okay another lesson we can learn from all of this is that we have full control over our our triggers. So instead of allowing external situations or external noise to become the only thing on replay in our minds, the only thing that we think about, the only thing that we talk about, the only thing that we live and, and replicate, we can now begin to set boundaries and decide, okay, hold on. Is this who I want to be in the world? Is this how I want to show up in the world? Are these things that I actually believe or do I believe something else? Like, do I think that all black people are criminals? Do I think that all black people are aggressive? Do I think that all black people are rude? Do I think that all white people are are racist? Do I think that all white people are proud? Do I think like we got to examine our beliefs and then make decisions about what we truly believe is true. And if we know that our beliefs are in error, then it's on us. It's it's our responsibility to choose to clean that up because nobody can do that inner work for us. 
And the thing about triggers is that whenever we are upset by something or offended by something or hurt by something or disappointed by something or happy about something, it's because we've chosen to feel that emotion. So nobody can make you feel anything, right? Nobody can make you feel happy. Nobody can make you feel sad. Nobody can make you feel upset. You have to choose to feel that way. And so with all the news coming in about what's happening in the world and what the judge said about this and what this person is doing and what that person has done and all of that kind of stuff, it's like we can choose to be upset and angry and frustrated about what we're hearing, or we can choose to be aware of what's happening and still maintain our inner peace, still maintain full control of our thoughts, still maintain full control of our behavior, still choose to treat other people with love, respect, and dignity because that's what they deserve, right? We can't walk around carrying all of the weight of the world on our shoulders and then expect to not recreate what's already been done, right? We can't expect to have this filter this filter that's been put on us by external opinions and external perspectives and then expect to be the change that we want to see happen in the world. In order for us to be the change, we actually have to do the work to change. And so we get the opportunity through everything that's happening right now, we get the opportunity to set boundaries on, okay, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable? What will I allow in my life and what will I not allow in my life? Who will I become as a result of my decisions or who will I not become as a result of my decisions, right? We are in full control of our triggers and our responses to those triggers. So I know this is really, really great, helpful information, and I don't want to give you too much to think about or to work through. And so I don't want to keep you here for too long. So the last thing, the last lesson that we can get from everything that's happening in the world right now or that has happened over the last week is we can learn to embrace courage. And this goes back to being the change that you want to see happen in the world because many times when you are the change that you want to see happen in the world, you might be the only person that you see being the change. You might be the only person that you see stepping up and speaking out against things that are wrong or or speaking up for somebody who can't speak for themselves or loving on people in the way that you see they need to receive love or they need to be loved. And it's not always easy being the change because sometimes you're like, hey, why am I the only one doing this? Where is everybody else? And how come no one's doing this for me? And where's my example? How come, like, how do I know what to do if I don't see it done anywhere? And I totally understand those questions. I totally understand those feelings. And it's normal. That's okay. But one thing I got to say about that is this when you are the change, you're stepping into being a trailblazer. You're stepping into leading because this is what leaders do. They don't wait for somebody else to come and be the change. They don't wait for somebody else to come and take initiative. They're proactive. They're like, okay, I see that there's a need here. I'm going to do something about it. This is bothering me. I'm passionate about, like they're saying to themselves, I am passionate about this. This is something that needs to get done. This is urgent. And so I'm going to take the first step. I'm going to I'm going to do it. And that's how all change starts. It doesn't start because somebody in the White House said, "Okay, now we got to change this thing." Or somebody who owns 
you know, a multi-million dollar business says, okay, now we got to change and help and, and invest and do all these things to make a, a positive change in the world. No, change starts with us. Change starts with the people. Change, change starts in our own hearts. And so if we want to see progress, if we want to see something different happen over the next year, over the next six months, over the next three months, over the next week, then we get the opportunity to be a source of help, be a source of encouragement, be a source of life, be a source of love, be a source of wisdom, be a source of truth to those who need it. And and to be honest, all of us need it, right? We all want to receive love that we are not giving to others. And so why not? Why not be, why not start the process? Why not initiate the change or why not take responsibility for the the deficit and and do something about it right so i hope that you found this episode encouraging inspiring and motivating and as always i love you and i mean it and it would be so helpful for me if you reached out dm'd me on instagram and let me know what your biggest takeaway from this episode was all right I love you and I mean it. And if you want to learn more about any of of our programs or offers over the next couple of weeks, then you can also send me a DM on Instagram and just say, Ayo, and I will send you the information. All right. You are so, so special to me. And I'm grateful that, that we get to do this every week. And trust me, I do not take for granted that you've subscribed and that you tune in because truly this show wouldn't be what it is without you. And I wouldn't have this opportunity to, to come and do this for you if you didn't show up. So thank you. I love you. And we will chat next week. All right. Ta-ta.